Get out the insurance cards, get out the co-pays. The office is open, my friends. Brought to you by DrRoto.com. Welcome back, fellow breadheads. I hope you had a great holiday filled with cheers and green screens. I am Chris Napier. I will be your host today. I'm filling in for Jay tonight. So look at me. Look at me. I'm the conductor now. That's scary. That's scary. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, with me, as always, are two of the best in the business, uh, starting with the captain of the green screen, green screens media ship, El Capitan himself. I never know which way to salute. Uh, Mike Collin, man. Uh, was Santa good to you this year? Did you get some coal or did you get some green screens? Yeah, he was he was good for those green screens the two days before Christmas. Uh, I think I was plus four or 500, so that was nice. I am currently in first in the big jam. Uh, we'll see if that holds on. We'll see if that holds on. Uh, probably not, but we'll see if it holds on. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, man, I'm excited to uh, – I was on earlier about four hours ago, uh, so hopefully some of you guys took some – some of that and made some coin tonight, but yeah, I'm excited, man. We're uh, hopefully going to go on a hot streak headed into uh, the new year. Yeah. Mike uh, over here doing double duty, just showing how much passion he has for these shows and for college basketball. And of course we have our Baron of bread Mr. Eric Romoff. How we doing, man? What is your new year's resolution uh, for the upcoming year, my man? Oh, my New Year's resolution is simple. I plan on taking the money that I have in my DraftKings account and turning it into more money. And if uh, if you watched our guy Mike Cook on his on his live before lock show, you're seeing a lot of flames next to that core four. So, not currently sitting in first place like some people, but I am sitting with all of my builds over the pay line. So, knock on wood, we're we're geared up for another profitable night, and we're going to try to do the exact same thing tomorrow. Absolutely, man. That's all we want is more money. That's why we do these shows, and that's why we do this for our breadheads. Um, moving on through this, man, I just want to say uh, thank you for the comments already. We have Taylor coming in all aboard with those bread emojis. Love it. We also have Mama Rocks coming in, as always, twice in one day. <laughs> I don't know if I can handle it. We'll see if Mike can as well. <laughs> But uh, moving on to we, – we have a big slate tomorrow, right? We have we have a five-game slate. Kim Palm Lines uh, are here. Uh, it starts at 8.30 Eastern tomorrow. It's 1K for first big jam. Uh, Mike, you want to give us an overview on what we got going on tomorrow? Yeah, looking at it, man. I mean, hell, the slate just came out like two hours ago, so I don't know what DraftKings – um, <laughs> I guess because it doesn't start till 8.30 Eastern. They were like, screw it, we're just going to be chilling. Um, but it's a uh, it's tough pricing. Um, there's some interesting value options, but nothing that's like super exciting. So we're going to have to get creative. Probably going to be living through the mid tier. Eric, what do you, uh, what do you got on this slate? Yeah. I mean, the, the pricing is really tricky overall, right? Like as we were preparing for the show, there were several guys I was texting you, like, what is this guy doing at nine K? Why is this guy 6,500? Um, so there's, there's definitely some tight spots because it's a smaller slate, right? Like it, it kind of, it kind of compacts the ownership overall. So I, I think we're going to see, you know, some of these bigger totals that we'll talk about as we break down all five of these games, 
really get overloaded, right? So like, you know, whenever that's the case, the way that you combine your 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 players and you build out kind of the texture of your roster is really how you you gain an edge on the field. So we're we're gonna be looking at a little bit more of a nuanced strategy heading into to tomorrow's five gamer. Right on, yeah. So get your pencil and pad out, take some notes. We're gonna run down, like Eric said, all five of these games, uh, which is actually Pac-12 heavy. So thank you guys for having me replace Jay on, <laughs> on my Pac-12 night here. Get to talk a little bit about my, my Sun Devils, but, but we'll wait on that. We'll wait on that. Uh, first game on the slate here that we'll talk about. We got Washington State plus seven at Utah. There's a total of 147 on this one. Uh, Washington State has an implied total of 70. They are 80th in offense. 51st in defense, 243rd in tempo, 164th in bench minutes used. So they, they have a soft eight-man rotation. Uh, then you have Utah. They're, uh, they're implied at 77. They're 27th in offense, 52nd in defense, 78th in tempo, 207th in bench minutes used, and they use a soft nine-man rotation. Uh, Washington State, Mike, you, you go ahead and take the reins on that one. Yeah, man. Um... So Washington State's a, a, a little interesting uh, for a couple of different reasons. One, I do, I do like Miles Rice. Um, he's a guard. He's 7,100 um, as I look over and see if the guy's trying to catch me. Um, so I might be a little distracted. But Miles Rice, man, he's an excellent freshman, uh, high usage rate, high shot rate, can chip in some assists, a really good steal rate. Um, he's flashed, you know, 35, 40 fantasy point upside. Uh, so I don't mind, you know, if you're using like a, a mid-tier build uh, getting to him. Uh, so definitely going to have some, some rice here. Uh, Jakimovsky, he's a forward. He's 6,800. He's tournament interesting for me. Um, he's a guy that, uh, you know, takes a lot of threes, taking 58 on the season. He's shooting nearly 40%. You combine that with some of his rebounding ability, he can chip in a block. Uh, you know, he's somebody that can reach back and give you 30 fantasy points. So it's 6,800. You don't mind that. So those are probably my two – I would say two favorite plays like Oscar Clough. I don't have much interest in him. He's a starter for them. Kamani Huinso, he's a guard at 4,600. I mean, he's a value play. I, I don't care for the usage rate at 13%, 11% shot rate. I almost never play those guys, but we're starved for some value. So, um, you know, he's in the player pool. He's flashed a couple of mid 20s games. Uh, you know, if he's going to play high 20s minutes and, you know, kind of a last man in, I have 40, 47, 4,800, 4,600. May, may slot him in a few times, but I'm, I'm not going to get that excited about it. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, really, I'm, I'm looking at Rice. I'm, I'm trying to probably one off this Washington State side, Eric. What, uh, what say you on this Washington State Cougar side? Yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting, right? Like I, I talked about it in the slate overview about how pricing is kind of tough, and it starts with Isaac Jones all the way up at 7.7K. You know, this is um, this is one of those spots where, like, yes, he's got considerable upside, right? You look through his game logs, and he's, you know, reached into the upper 40s here in the last few games, you know, pretty steadily in, in kind of the low 30s or, or upper 20s. So that, that volatility makes 7.7K kind of hard to stomach but you know smaller slate there aren't a whole lot of guys that can reach back and almost get to 50 so you know there's there's definitely some interest there i do think that jones's price tag is probably going to keep 
most ownership away from him. And we we all know that he's got an absolutely huge role on this team, right? Like he's sopping up usage left and right. Um, you know, he, he hands out dimes pretty well for a forward 12% assist rate, can get a couple of steals here or there. So a lot of different ways that he can hurt you. It's the volatility that makes him risky, but I think that risk is not going to find many people clicking the button. So don't mind going to Jones. The only other name that we didn't talk about here that I think we should at least mention all the way down to Mullins here, 4K flat. I mean, look, like he's he's gotten a bit more run recently. So, you know, you you don't mind the the price tag if that trend is going to hold. Very shot dependent kind of guy, right? Like if he's if he's filling it up, that's you know, those are the games where he's paying off this price tag. If he's clanking a few off, I mean he's got some, you know, some single digit fantasy points out there that would just absolutely tank you if you're if you're paying 4K for that, right? So like really it's it's a matter of whether or not he's gonna hit his threes. If he does, I mean that that upside is is unreal. And where we sit right now, there's not a ton of value on the board. So someone right at the bare, the bottom end of of the 4K range, I mean, he he might be worth a splash here or there. Yeah, of course. So it's, those guys are always game changers where you get them cheap and they uh, way overperform, right? So uh, that's Washington State. Let's, let's move on to uh, Utah here, Mike. Uh, who do you got on uh, the, the Utes over there? Well, the old Utes. Um, yeah, I love me some Carlson, right? Like 7,400. I mean, I'd play this guy at 8, 9K. So he's in the player pool. People are going to look at the last game. You can kind of throw that out. Um, didn't need him that last game. But he's a guy in tight games and impactful play has shown that he can absolutely dominate this league. So, yeah, I mean, give me a 35, 40, 45 fantasy point upside here at 7,400. You'd love to see it, almost a 30% shot rate. You know, it does he can get you a double-double. Um, you know, speaking, you know, Eric was talking about Jones. I mean, Carlson has an 11% assist rate too, so the offense plays through these guys when your bigs are shooting, you know, getting a ton of shots and they're able to hand out a few assists. Uh, Carlson also a really good shot blocker, and he can shoot three. So those added bonus points from stocks, as well as that half point bonus for three pointers made. So really like Carlson. Raleigh Worcester is a hundred dollars cheaper at the guard position. Um, I'm probably not going to go there. I, you know, like him more when he's kind of in that six K range. This is a little little bit tough to swallow. Eighteen percent shot rate, but you know he's going to rack up assists. He's going to grab some steals. You know, thirty fantasy points at. Uh, you know, at 7,300 is a little, little bit tougher pill to swallow. You kind of want to get up to like Carlson, um, get into that, you know, 35, 40, 45 fantasy point range to win a tournament. Um, I don't mind them if you're like last man in for a cash game. Um, so mild mild interest in Worcester only for cash games. Lawson Levering, he's been going off the last couple of games. I wouldn't go here. Um, he's not – I mean, Carlson and Worcester, much bigger pieces of the offense. Um even guys like Madison and Bajima, like they're they're more important. Um, I just, you know, he's, he's riding a hot streak right now, and I, I don't think we need to go here. Uh, one, uh, because obviously his role in the offense isn't that big. He's playing mid twenties minutes, right? The last two games were against uh, you know Bellarmine and uh, you know another mid major here, so it's just it's not for me. Um, I, Probably moving on from Lawson Lovering. There's not a ton that I like, man. Uh, Eric, you know I don't like shot-dependent guys, dude. So uh, you uh, you getting a little bit of Madsen and Bajima in this thing? I mean, we can we can talk about them. Uh, but before we do, you know, based on this sub-6K price tag and these, you know, couple of 36 burgers that Lovering has put up, I wouldn't be surprised if he's fairly popular. So 
fading a player like this and you know watching him come back to earth is one of the limited ways that we can create leverage on the field overall so don't don't mind that call at all in terms of the aforementioned shot dependent guys uh Gabe Madsen checks that box 6.5k I mean his his usage rate is sub 20 which you know really underscores just how shot dependent he is 22 percent shot rate what you like about him shooting 46 percent from threes taking 72 attempts I mean, he's out there a ton. Just the the thing that is kind of a limiting factor is is the price, right? Like, you know, we we talked about it with with Mullins a second ago. When you're four K and you bang in a couple of threes, like you're really cooking with grease, right? When it's six point five K, like you don't have that same force multiplier effect. So you know, yes, he can absolutely fill it up on any given night, but he's going to have to do it a ton to pay off this price tag. So, I mean, you know, kind of like a weird last guy in option, maybe, but he's he's not. He's not a huge priority for me. Um, you, you, you mentioned you mentioned Bajima earlier. I mean, Cole is sitting there right under 5K, 4.8K. I mean, look, like he's out there. Wouldn't you rather he's just play Mullins or, or Hensu? Like, <laughs> I mean, kinda right. Like, yes, you're you know you're you're taking the you're taking the volatility of shot dependency with Mullins, but I mean with with Cole, like you know, all cardio kind of guy, he's out there sort of low twenties minutes, but like all of his rates, like, I mean, he would really have to like trip and stumble over a handful of steals, a couple of boards to, you know, really feel good about paying this off. Like this, the, the usage isn't there to justify a near 5k price tag for me. Gotcha. Good stuff. As always, that is Washington state and Utah. Good game going on tomorrow. Looks like we got another comment in from Mama Rocks. Got Mama Rocks. What up, What fellas? up, Mama Rocks? What up, fellas? Got the crew with you. Uh, Mike, yeah, great <laughs> show solo. Give you, they're, they're giving you props, man. There you go. <laughs> nice love Mama People Rocks. love it, my guy. Yeah, there you go, man. You get, you get inside the, the mind of madness. <laughs> I'm over here sweating hard right now on the sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and make sure, guys, you like and, and subscribe to the channel. Make sure you follow us on all of our handles on uh, X, Twitter, all that good stuff. That way you can know when we're going to do live before locks like Mike did uh, earlier today, when we have these shows, when we do our, our recap shows, giving you a lot of content out there. So make sure you like and subscribe. Get your friends on with us. Get your kids on with us like Mama Rock said, uh, what was it, last week. Um Legend. <laughs> Moving on, we have our next game on the slate here. San Diego State plus five at Gonzaga. Uh, total on this one is at 147. Uh, San Diego State is implied at 71. They're 44th in offense, 21st in defense, 234th in tempo, 302nd in bench minutes used. They have a soft nine-man rotation Gonzaga is uh, implied at 76. They are 24th in offense, 26th in defense, 81st in tempo, 341st in bench minutes used. They have a seven-man rotation. Uh, Mike, let's uh, let's jump into San Diego State. What uh, what you got with them? Uh, I mean, Ladie's in the player pool just because of his price tag. It's 8,300 his price tag, and I should say his upside. I mean, it's massive, almost a 30% usage and shot rate. 31% rebounding rate. I mean, he was first three weeks of the season, probably the best player in college basketball. So, yeah, give me the price discount. Um, I'll play me some Jaden Ladee. The rest of these guys, man, like 
I don't know. It feels like he just sops up so much that I, I just don't like the rest of these guys are kind of tournament plays like Reese waters, 5,700. It's not really for me. I know some people used him when, you know, uh, a couple of weeks ago, he had a couple of nice games. It's just not for me. Lamont Butler, I guess of all the guys, um, you know, everyone else on this San Diego state team is basically under six K. So they're affordable. And it's a pace up spot, which you like Lamont Butler is probably the guy that I like the most. Um, he's a, he's a decent stacking partner with Jaden Ladie. You can get both of those guys, you know, in a, in a game where they're, you know, pushing the pace. I mean, obviously Gonzaga 81st in tempo, San Diego state 234th. So Gonzaga is going to try to get the ball up and down the court. Lamont Butler, we obviously know him from his game winning shot. We also know him from his 35 spot that he put up last game. Usage rate's good, good assist rate, you know, really good defender, um, can knock down some threes. Uh, so I like him as well. Elijah Saunders, like, I don't know, just not for me at 4,700. I, I just, I'm really keyed in on Ladie and keyed in on Lamont and Butler from this side, Eric. Um, I just, I get nervous about rostering these other, even though the price tags are all right. Yeah, the the pricing apart from Ladie, I mean, you can you can work with it if nothing else. And there aren't a whole lot of games on this slate where you can say that. You mentioned Butler as someone that you could potentially stack. A stacking partner that I like with him is is Micah Parrish, five point eight k again, like very reasonable, you know, workable price tag. I, I mean, you know, he he's one of the few guys that has legitimate slate winning ability as he just contributes in so many ways, right? Like, you know, adds in some dimes, 4%, 4% steal rate, 45% from range, right? He's getting the the pace bump. So like, you know, for, for me, I'm, I'm probably not going to trot him out there solo, but you know, if you're going to play a Ladie or a Butler and you want to, you want to stack it up, you know, perish with this 14% assist rate is a solid option. Uh, similarly, I guess moving a little bit further down the board, um, you've got, you've got Darian Dremel, right? Uh, 4.5k you know he on this game on this slate that that passes as as value right as a little bit of a little bit of salary relief again you know he gets the bump with with pace i i think the thing with with tremel is like he's he's got more upside in his locker than he's shown recently right he's kind of been hovering in these like mid-teen ranges but you know there's there's going to be a point where he's going to flash that 25 like he did uh you know a half dozen games or so ago um, you know, this is this is a super talented player that, you know, if if you're willing to roll the dice, you know, this this pace up spot could be the one where he starts to get some stuff going. So don't mind looking at him as I'm as I'm combing for value either. Gotcha. Great stuff for them. Eric, let, let's let's stick with you. Let's move over to uh, Gonzaga here. Uh, who, who are you looking at on this team? Yeah, the Zags. The uh, the thing that we like is they uh, they have a bit of a tighter rotation, right? That seven man rotation that that we talked about off the top. Uh, a couple of names that jump out to me. I mean, Antoine Watson, seven point nine k, right? Like the the thing with him, you know, the the upside is there and it's legitimate, but he's more of a large field play because of the volatility, right? Like he can get into the forties. He's also put up some you know twenties and twenty sevens, which just won't do it. And, you know, at a you know near 8K price tag. The thing with him is, is he usually steps up in big games, right? So, you know, him, maybe maybe EK, you know, one of these guys is looking at, uh, you know, uh, probably a four or five X game, and you know, on this slate, figuring out which one is is probably the the difficult part. So, feels like it might be a, a situation where you rotate the two. 
uh, Graham EK, like we mentioned, 7.5K. So you get a little bit of salary relief off of Watson. I mean, he's he's one of these per-minute monsters, right? Like, you know, you look at these game logs, he's, he's barely cracking 20 minutes, but he's putting up 40 burgers, 30 burgers even, right? Like, you know, just just let this let this kid get out there and run. And, you know, he he can be an absolutely dominant force. You know, that volatility, kind of like with Watson, is you know gonna make EK more of a of a tournament only kind of play. But you know, I'm I'm hoping in what projects to be a, a bit more of a competitive game, you know, a, a big game for both these teams, really. I'm I'm hoping we see EK get closer to 30 minutes and if, if that's the case, he's, I mean, he's probably the priority coupled with the savings. But, I mean, you know, for me with, with Gonzaga, I, I like paying up to, you know, their their two premier options. Mike, are, are you are you finding anybody that's that's a little bit lower down the salary structure that you, you think might be worth a sprinkle? Uh, I mean, it's tough with the other guys. Like, uh, I want to play Nimhard. He just hasn't been just hasn't been great, which is weird to say because um, earlier this year we were yeah. like, oh, man. <laughs> so, yeah, he's in my player pool, especially for tournaments. You can go to Ryan Nimhart for sure, um, especially as a stacking partner with uh, spinning the wheel on Watson or EK. Yeah, so a little interested in Ryan Nimhart. Nolan Hickman's price is really annoying. Um, if he was at, what, the mid-fives? Uh, you know, we'd, we'd like them a little bit more. But San Diego State, obviously a really good defensive team, and there's a chance here that this game gets paced down from the Gonzaga side. So tougher defense, obviously, they're going up against. Dusty Schrommer is the other starter. Like, just not for me in this spot. 13% usage, 13% shot rate. I just – I don't know, man. Not- I'm going to have some – just because the, just because of we know how good he is, right, I'm going to play some Nimhard in tournaments, large field tournament only. Um and yeah, I'll, I'll stack them up with an Eco two two here. Like I'd put a Nimhart with a, you know, with a Watson um, flash over to uh, you know Lamont Butler and Jaden Ladee. So I don't mind it. I don't know that you want to go. I don't think you want to. I don't know if you want to go too too crazy because we got two other totals that are sitting ten points above this total. But it's a way if this game goes overtime and one, you know or one of those other games busts, like this is the perfect game because uh, it definitely uh, could be a game that goes over for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um... Let's see. It looks like we got another comment coming in. It looks like it's from Cam, one of our favorites over here, one, one of our guys. Yeah. What to do, boys? Mike holding down first in the $5 single. I'm up to 10th, but late game, small slip coming. Yeah. Oh, man. I am uh, I'm actually in first in the big jam, too. So I'm, my, uh, my current winnings right now, it's a lot of money. <laughs> So I'm a little, I'm like up and down, up and down. I don't know, man. It all depends on what Michael, Michael Rattage does. Uh, of course, you just got to steal. So, yeah, I'm going to stop watching this. But it should be a good night regardless. It's <laughs> good, yeah. Well, hopefully your night uh, continues to go well there. Uh, guys, keep the comments coming. If you have any questions on any of these uh, games during the slate or if you can think of anything else, let us know. I'm sure Mike will answer or uh, Eric will answer. Um, cause yeah, I, they're, they're the smart ones here. Not me. I just, I just write the ship here terribly. <laughs> uh, moving on to the next game on the slate here. We have Washington plus nine at Colorado. Uh, like you said, this is one that's at 10 points above on the total. So this one's at 157. Washington's total is, uh, looking to be 74. 
They are 49th in offense, 71st in defense, 53rd in tempo, 262nd in bench minutes used. Uh, They have a seven or eight man rotation there. Colorado is implied at 83. They are 22nd in offense, 35th in defense, 84th in tempo, 179th in bench minutes used. Uh, again, a seven, eight man rotation. Uh, Mike, I'm going to throw it over to you. Uh, what, what are these Huskies? Uh, who, who, what Huskies are we going to be looking at here? <laughs> um, I think you're going to look at quite a few guys from this game. It's probably my favorite game on the slate. Two tempos in the top 90, basically. Two offenses in the top 50. Bench minutes used on Washington, not a lot. And now with some injuries to Colorado, especially Cody Williams. Um, that's bench minutes used at 179, dropping down uh, a little bit there. So Keon Brooks, 7,800. Uh, always have interested in him. I love this price. is under 8K. I'm going to have a hard time not clicking his name. Had a hard time uh, – not putting him in a core four. <laughs> so he's he's like a borderline core four play for us. Um, I mean, just high usage, high shot, does a lot of rebounding. Uh, oh, cool. He was 10K five games ago. Yeah, like, 10K five games ago. Love it. Sheesh. And Ritaj just got a turnover. So there you go. Um, <laughs> Severe Wheeler at 7,600. Just another awesome play. Anytime you have these massive totals, this guy has a chance to rack up a bunch of assists, 37% assist rate. And he's got some got some meat on the bone with this three-point shot. He's only shooting 21%, so you get a couple more of those to go down. Uh, you know, he's got some big upside into the 40s. So definitely like Severe Wheeler as well. Um, not in love with, with a, a, a lot else. Like Moses Wood, he's just kind of there, 15% usage rate. Doesn't really do much else. He's taking 72 threes, though. So if you think this game goes over, he's a nice stacking partner with Wheeler. Uh, Wheeler dishing out assists to him. I don't even mind Keon Brooks with him. Um, prefer the Wheeler to Wood play though, so uh, you know we have to. Pay, I don't think we really have to pay attention to the Ketnong injury. He's questionable, but even if he plays, I'm, it feels like it's going to be a timeshare with Braxton Mia. Um, Mia got the start. I don't. We don't really know exactly what's going to happen with Ketnong. He's had injuries like every year for the last like three years. It's kind of sad because he's actually a really good player. Um, so they're kind of going to share the the five, and even if not, they'll just put. Uh, Keon Brooks at the uh, this is the five spots. So uh, I love me some Corin Johnson, Eric. Man, like I wish he would play thirty minutes a game. You know him and Mulcahy uh, kind of filling in those other spots. You know Corin Johnson comes off the bench, man. Do you have a read on either one of those guys and if they could be like a tournament winner? Yeah, I mean they're they're both on the court of fair amount. Mul- Mul- Mulcahy more than 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 Corin Johnson, right? And they. Despite being priced around the same, you know, number overall, kind of the mid five k, uh, you know, Mulcahy at five point six, they they do pretty different things, right? Like Mulcahy is just not really out there trying to score, right? Like he's a guy that's going to rack up assists. Um, you know, he he contributes pretty well in in terms of stocks. Obviously, mainly steals. Um, you know, for for me, because of his twenty seven percent assist rate, he he fits in as like a stacking option in this game. Um, you know, specifically in, in large field, right? We we like overloading this fast-paced, high-scoring game. So the guy that's handing out the dimes is usually going to see, you know, a, a pretty good scoring total because of it. And in terms of Corin Johnson, like I mentioned, the, the exact opposite, 5.2K, he's your microwave scorer, right? Like he gets out there and he just fills it up immediately, right? So 
you know, to a certain extent, like you were saying with, with Moses Wood and his 72 three-point attempts, like if we like this game to score up, if we wanted to get to or even surpass its 157-point total, you know, for, for the Washington side, like Johnson's probably going to need to score a fair amount, right? So both of these guys are in play for me, but kind of for, for different reasons. Uh, pick your poison, right? That, that's kind of what, what we're looking at with those two basically, guys. Basically, basically. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like one of them could be on a, a large field winner, to be honest with you. This game goes over. Like, well, he has 30 fantasy point upside in these, like, weird games where he actually does, you know, make four of his, the four shots that he takes yeah, and then right. hands out nine assists and he gets, like, three steals and can grab a couple of you, rebounds. A few like. trips to the free throw line and all of a sudden you're, you're in <laughs> exactly. business. Exactly. And then Corin Johnson can go out and get 30. He just doesn't play a lot of minutes. But in this game, they need his scoring, like you said, so – Excited for this game for sure. Right on. We'll tell you what, Mike. You you kind of hold on to the mic here. Let, let's go over the Colorado uh, uh, guys here. What, who you got from uh, the Buffaloes there? Yeah, uh, obviously the massive implied total, right? Uh, KJ Simpson at eighty eight hundred. I mean, he's a core play, dude. Like high usage, high shot rate, high assist rate, high steal rate, shooting almost fifty percent from three. He's been excellent this year. So gonna have some KJ Simpson, Tristan De Silva. He's a he's a weird like he's a weird pivot and I say pivot I know it's a different position but there's been times where I'll play De Silva and he'll just go freaking nuts and I typically get it when KJ Simpson doesn't have his ceiling type games um, typically because De Silva's getting putbacks he's actually you can run your offense a little bit through him at the forward position shoots a lot of threes you can chip in. Uh, blocks and steals so he's kind of a, you know last year he put up a 51 at one percent during a slate and won me a turn of a big jam so i always have love for De silva and he's got a 53 what, two three games ago so like he's so interesting for large field tournaments um i know the largest field i think we have the most only like 450 but you mean probably no one's going to click him because you want to get to kj simpson you know lampkin's been playing all right i don't really have any love for really any of these other i mean hadley's Price is just too much now. 15% shot rate, 16% usage rate. Like he does a lot of the little things for them. And I know Cody Williams is out, so he's getting a little bit of a bump there. And he's also getting the, you know, he's also in a fast-paced environment. It's just the price tag. Like I wish he was closer to six. I'd feel more comfortable. It feels like some of that upside's kind of taken out. Luke O'Brien's now getting the starts now that Cody Williams is out. I wish Cody Williams was in this game. He'd be a lot of fun to play. Um, but he's more of a you know spot-up shooter, uh, shooting 41%. You know, was a role player now thrust into a little bit more than a role player um, on this team as a starter and a guy that they need to stretch the floor. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I've I've just never really – I just don't have a ton of interest in these guys, man. Like, for me, it's kind of like K.J. Simpson, where I'm not playing K.J. Simpson. Tristan De Silva's kind of that play for me. I know Eddie Lampkin's been going crazy, Eric. Uh, you know, that's Jay's guy from TCU. So, you think he can do it again, man? <laughs> the third game of 30-plus? Yeah, you, you mentioned it, right? He's coming in off back-to-back 30-point games. Uh, that's also why his price tag has now crept up to 6.2K. So, you know, he really needs to do it to, to pay that off. Uh, fortunately, this is a this is a game environment that, you know, sets up nicely for that. You know, the the thing with, with Lampkin, like, it's, it's basically, it's scoring and boards. So, you know, a lot of things have to go his way to get into those, you know, into the 30s in terms of, of, of fantasy points. But... I mean, as evidenced by these last two games, he can certainly do it, right? So Lemkins, he'll he'll be in the in the tournament player pool, right? I mean, th- there's a need to find different ways to get into this into this game. 
Lampkin is one way to do it. Another way to do it is is going down a little bit. You, you can you can look at Julian Hammond, four point seven k. I mean, he's he's kind of sneaky in this one, you know. Like with with no Cody Williams, they're really going to lean on Hammond to be that pop off the bench, right? So like you know, that. when he's out there, I I expect his usage is going to be a little bit higher than what his season numbers would would indicate. And if if nothing else, like you know, seventeen percent assist rate at you know the the mid four K price tag, like if we're if we're projecting a lot of a lot of scoring in this game, there's also going to be a fair amount of assists. So don't don't mind getting to Hammond either. Yeah, I mean, more scoring the better on on our end, right? That's kind of what we look for. Right? <laughs> more scores than no seven fist. years ago. Yeah, there you can go. This game just get. Can we just end the slate on this tonight slate? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, no, we can't because we have a couple more games here. <laughs> no, no, but, I mean, uh, tonight's slate. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, tonight's slate. Oh, I yeah, gotcha. I was like, I don't want to end it. No, I don't. I want to keep hearing your voice, man. Keep, keep going. Oh, Thank you. <laughs> oh, you're talking to Eric. Okay, never mind. Uh, <laughs> uh, looks like we got another uh, comment in from Cam. There, just wishing you good luck. He says, "Awesome, good luck, Mike. those vibes, dude." Oregon State run out a lot. They've already gotten to like ten guys. Let's go, just play everybody, man. All love, baby. <laughs> All right. Well, to get your mind off of those games, uh, we'll, we'll move on to the next one. Um, we have Arizona plus 19 at Cal. Yikes. Uh, their uh, points are at 157 there. Arizona is implied at 88 points. They are sixth in offense, second in defense, uh, eighth in tempo, 166th in bench minutes used. They have that seven-man rotation. Uh, Cal, only 69 implied points. They are 109th in offense, 246th in defense. 220th in tempo, 243rd in bench minutes. Uh, yeah, Arizona has a lot of single-digit numbers in those uh, rankings, don't they? Uh, and, you know, I said uh, – sorry, I said plus 19. I meant minus 19 um, of course. on me. My bad. But I, uh, I, would take that heart, I would take that bet in a heartbeat. <laughs> right? I would go right <laughs> off the street and call my guy. That, that's definitely a game that, like, something crazy happens. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, minus 19. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're heavily favored in here, man. So I, I'm assuming there's going to be a lot of points scored on the Arizona side side here. Mike, who, who, you, who are you looking at? Who are you looking at on the Wildcats here? Yeah, I'm looking, looking, looking. And uh, a lot of plays that I want to get to. But the price that the two guys are really like is kind of annoying. Now, Caleb Love is 8,500. Yeah, he got he dropped 35 in that FAU game, which was an awesome game to watch. Uh, probably the game of the year, honestly, showing that FAU is for real this year. Um, but Caleb Love, man, like just the rates, like he's just such a good player. You know, he can get you a 40, you know, closing on a 50. I just don't know that it's this game, especially in a blowout situation. So probably no love for me here. Balo, I'm not really going to play him either at 8,200. It feels like, you know, Crevis and some of these other guys are going to get some run off the bench, especially if it's going to be a 20-point game. You know, he's been playing really well recently too, so I'm kind of – I'm trying to jump off the ship at a – excuse me, at a high point here. So it feels kind of weird. Like they're implied for 88, but I'm more interested in like Keelan Boswell as per usual at 6,100, like back-to-back 30-plus, um, just real solid, like real good cash, but has some tournament upside to him. Uh, you know, good usage, good shot rate, good assist rate, good steal rate, a really good three-point shooter. So have some have some Keelan Boswell in my lineups for sure. Jaden Bradley at 3,900. 
I feel like he's kind of sneaky. Um, I don't know if a lot of people are going to go to him. You know, they're going to see kind of his game log. They'll see the last game, so maybe they will. But at 3,900, like, he can get, you know, 20-plus minutes again. I would love it. It's just whether or not he's going to get 22 to 25 minutes would be great. So, yeah, man, I, I think uh, I think for me, I'm trying to stay trying to stay on the cheaper side because, like, all the guys that I liked earlier, I mean, they're all, <laughs> you know, 8K. I'm talking about the Silva, Simpson, Severe Wheeler. Like, I got to – you know, Jaden Ladea, I got to try to figure out some guys that are not as expensive because I only have so much money to play with. And uh, the Arizona guys are just kind of scary for me. What do you think, Eric? Yeah, it's – I mean, the, the the total's fine, but the, the, the blowout potential, I think, is what really makes this one kind of tricky to navigate. Um, the guys we haven't talked about, Kashad Johnson, 7.2K. You get a little bit of a haircut, so don't mind that. The, the thing with, with Key is, like, he's super volatile, thanks in large part to how many blowouts this team has been in and also the, you know, the emergence of Balo over these, you know, these these last couple of games. So, you know, for, for me, he feels like he's he's much more of, of a tournament play. All of his rates are are stellar, right? 20% usage, 20% shot, 20, 27% rebounding, 10% assist chip and dip those steals and blocks 3% on each. And he's shooting right at the Jay Heinrich line, 35% from three. So I'll probably sprinkle in some Kashad Johnson in the, in the larger fields, but um, you know, not someone that I'm, I'm really kind of going out of my way to, to fit in. Uh, the other name that I think we should probably talk about Pelly Larson, uh, someone that we haven't really been playing a whole lot in DFS, but you know, here lately, like he's he's shown a bit of upside, right? He's you know 27, 37. He's got a 19 mix in there, and then 34 in the game before that. So that'll do just fine. And you know, the in the mid six Ks, the question with him is how much the the blowout kind of limits his upside, right? If they if they let some of these bench options get a bit more run, you know, I don't I don't think you you need to go out of your way to to get here. Um, but you know, the the hot hand is is kind of a thing, so. You know, if, if you're really looking to get weird, you can do it, but it's it's probably not for me with with Larson. Gotcha. Uh, now, I have a quick question before we move on to to the Cal uh, lineup here. Um, if you are looking at this potential blowout that's coming in, you know they're they're not going to play their their big guys as much, right? Are you looking at the the bench guys more, like you were kind of saying, or are you looking yeah. more at the other side of the ball? I think it's it's like it's just harder to stack for one. Like I don't, I really don't want to stack multiple guys that are expensive, which is why getting someone like Boswell and Bradley for me, getting into this game at under was that I think the right at ten k under twelve k yeah yeah exactly. So I think that's kind of the way I want to go. Also, you can probably use some of the I, mean, I don't know the backup bigs are just so tough to get to because they only play fifteen minutes. A Cal could get this. I mean, it's a lead game. You know what I mean? So this could be uh, this could be competitive. It's at Cal. So, like, if you think the game script is Cal keeps it close in the first half, that's exactly what happened in this Oklahoma game. And the reason why I'm sitting uh, in first in the big jam and the $5 single entry is because I uh, overloaded on the, uh, you know, the Oklahoma side. So, if you think that Cal can keep this game close, I don't mind going to a a 3-1 Arizona to Cal if Cal, you know, comes away later in the game and blows them out. So, just because it says minus 19, like Oklahoma ended up pulling away, but it wasn't until like the last six minutes of the game. And I think they uh, right. they didn't even they didn't cover, but still, like they pulled away and got their bench guys in. I think they ended up winning by 15 or 16. So yeah, I mean, great, great point, Chris. I think for me though, it's just 
I want to try to get into this game cheap because I want to play the more expensive guys in the Washington Colorado game. Right, exactly. You're looking for more value in the in this. Yeah, uh, exactly. This game here. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, like we we're talking about, speaking of Cal, uh, uh, Eric, you want to start us off with the uh, Bears over here? T- tell us who you got. Yeah, um, Farnaz Amak is the player I was alluding to as being completely like befuddled to see him up past and into the 9k range right like the the price the CM price here is is just kind of crazy especially when you consider a very tough matchup you know facing off against guys like Ballo and, and Key Johnson you know I mean his his rates and his play recently you know justify this price tag but it just it doesn't feel super comfortable considering the context of the game so you want to mix them in in tournaments you you can not a not a major priority for me. Um, I like saving a thousand dollars and going to to Jalen Tyson. Uh, it, it's kind of a curious situation, right? Like he was just one of these like cash lock kind of players, just so steady in like the mid to upper thirties, game in and game out. And then the last game, he just didn't start, and his his production showed it. Right, he put up a twenty three. So you know the the prices come down a, a good bit. He was he was also up in that nine k range. Uh, you know they're in a, a pace up spot where they're they're gonna need to lean on him to do some more scoring. So you know Tyson is is a is a real nice tournament play in in my book. And then after that, I mean you know Mike, you can you can maybe splash around with some of the lower price guys or sort of you know these these secondary pieces. Who who else uh, who else is catching your eye for the uh, for the fighting Madsons over here <laughs> for the old fighting Madsons? Um... Like Jalen Cohn and Keontae Kennedy, kind of at that annoying price point. Yeah, uh, especially when you're when you're only implied for. I don't like it here. Yeah, what are, what are we implied for? 60, 69? Yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. Like Cohn and Kennedy are kind of, kind of. I don't want to say cross offs because, like I was explaining earlier, if, but it's like you want to play. Like if the game's close, it's probably because of Tyson or or Amac. So, for me, probably not getting to Cohn or Kennedy. Blowout potential. I kind of like someone like Askew, uh, former Texas player, started his career at Kentucky. Injuries uh, last year and this year. You know, he's got 20 fantasy point upside. This is probably a game where if it blows out, they're going to want to get him out there. Um, so a little bit of juice to squeeze out of him, I feel like, in this uh, in this spot. Jalen Celestine, he's got the start, 3,700. Put up 19 fantasy points. I mean, he's super shot dependent, 13% usage rate. It doesn't feel great. Um, but the one thing you can't say about Arizona is that, like, sometimes we talk about, like, the Gonzaga guys. Like, could they get paced down by San Diego State? Yes. There's no chance Cal is going to slow down Arizona because they have Caleb Love and guys that want to shoot the ball at <laughs> time. So, like, they are going to get paced up. So it makes them a little interesting, um, but I'm trying to get into this game cheap again. Um, tournaments, I, I don't mind spinning the wheel on a Tyson or an AMAC, but you better hope uh, you better probably get to not only Jaden Bradley and um, and Boswell, but you better get up to someone like a, a Key Johnson or a Balo or a Caleb Love to go with it because you're gonna want this game to stay close yeah, for sure. sure. Uh, other than that, man, yeah, there's just not there's just not much else. But Celestine and and, and Askew, they're in the player pool for value for sure. Perfect. Yeah, man. Well said. Uh, looks like we have Mama Rocks in the comments here. Value so thin 
on this you slate. Yeah, absolutely. Which is which sucks because I just named off all the uh, all the expensive guys I'm gonna play. So <laughs> yeah. I am going to be praying. And you know what's annoying? I'm looking at it now, and I put my best lineup tonight in the five dollar. So I should have five extra points in the uh, in the twelve in the fifteen dollar. But of course I don't. So it's just so it's just so annoying. <laughs> it makes for a better always, sweat. Always, what are you talking about? <laughs> always point, Jason. You know, there you go, man. Oh, God. Just kill oh, me now man. in the second half. <laughs> now we get to move on from those wildcats that I hate. Move on to my Ooh. favorite team. The Arizona State Sun Devils, they are plus five at Stanford. Uh, implied total on this game is 143. Arizona State is implied at 69 points. They're 243rd <laughs> in offense. Stop laughing. <laughs> They're 46th in defense, 65th in tempo, and 307th in bench minutes. Uh, they have a nine-man uh, rotation. Uh, more healthy uh, than earlier this season for sure. Uh, Stanford is implied at 74. They're 95th in offense, 109th in defense, 119th in tempo, and 173rd in bench minutes. Uh, they have that eight-man rotation. Mike, stop laughing, and let's get through this here. <laughs> Tell me which Sun Devils I should play, or All should right. I just like, turn off the turn off the game? <laughs> no, no, I think I think they're kind of interesting. First, let's start with Brock Purdy. He's a uh, 10,000. Oh, oh, wait. All right. <laughs> That's an inside joke for everybody out there. Um, all right. <laughs> Rob Ferdy's won – well, first of all, we, Rob Ferdy's won like – made like four people millionaires this year, which is, which is freaking awesome. Um, Frankie Collins. Not himself, though. Not himself, though. <laughs> yeah. Not yet, man. Until the giant, until the 49ers fork over 200 million. All right. Uh, Frankie Collins, the guard at 7K. I don't know. Don't I, I? I can't get to these guys. I can't get to him. Jemiah Neal, guard forward, sixty four hundred. I can't get to him. Like these guys are volatile tournament plays. I am trying to get in cheap on this game on this side as well. And uh, you know, Alonzo Gaffney. Like, look, I get it. It's this is this is for large field, and I hate that it's not like larger than it is tomorrow. But I'm gonna have at least one share. Of Alonzo Gaffney because he can absolutely nuke a slate and it's just so random. Do not play him. Let me do this um, and let me enjoy this. The eight fantasy points he's going to put up. <laughs> Alonzo Gaffney is in my ridiculous player pool, making one of my twenty lineups. Jose Perez, I mean sixty two hundred. You know, since your boy Eric, your boy Adam Milla has now gotten his waiver. It's kind of hurt all these guys, man. I do have a little interest in Perez, but uh, you know, a lot of people got burned by Miller, and we put him in our core. Um, I ended up winning some money because I faded him on some of those. <laughs> He's like seventy percent and dropped an eight, man. We got to go back to the well though on Miller, right? We absolutely have to go back to the well. My my day one can't quit you from his LSU days absolutely still holding his place in my heart and i am thrilled that he's coming off of this eight point spot because nobody's going to go back there but if you take a little bit of a closer look eight points in that last game played 25 minutes the game before he played 30 minutes he put up 32 and in that eight point spot he took 10 shots if he's going to take 10 more shots at at 4.8k and be, you know, largely overlooked. I mean, this might be one of my favorite tournament plays, but I'm the sicko that can't quit Adam Miller. 
If anybody else wants to wants to get their freak on and ride with me, I think it's going to be a fun <laughs> I ride. I think a lot of people are going to get their freak on, man, because I don't know, dude. People get burned, and they're like, I'm not doing this again. And honestly, Arizona State is that team. Unlike the 49ers, you, you want to play a lot of those guys. The Arizona State side, you look up, and it's like their implied total was like 70. Why do they have 54 points scored? <laughs> like, it's just so annoying. It looks like I got a couple of comments here. Mama Rock yeah. dropping in. Fork's not Ooh, looking good on yeah. Ken Palm. <laughs> hey, 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 we got to play hey, a little bit better than the top 200 offense. They are forked. forked. Yeah. Miller will be in 80% for me. Yeah. So I Cam. Cam, Cam's wild. rolling with you. I'm going to put in like, Again. I'll have him in like 80 per, 80%. <laughs> and then somehow I'll find my way to like 30. <laughs> and then I'll be waving to you guys as I'm going to wave goodbye to first place here in the second half of the Oregon State game. But anyway, there you go. Let's go, Eric, Cam. Come on, man! Don't just because this yeah. guy's gonna play doesn't think Adam Miller. I, he's gonna be at least fifty percent, bro. Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe forty. For sure. Yeah, I'll, you know, I'll it's, take it's... the under. DFS <laughs> players love to chase, right? Like they see oh, what happened true. most recently. They that's think it's true. gonna happen again. <laughs> We're the opposite, which is why we only win every now and then. Yeah, <laughs> We're <right>. contrary. <laughs> you can't keep doing this. <laughs> you can't keep yeah. getting away with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, it's it's funny that you say about the the point totals and everything like that because I think it was like last week uh, Arizona State was playing I forget who I texted you guys at halftime and said <laughs> Sun Devils have only scored thirteen points in the first half. Yeah, I think it was that really half game. Oh my god. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. moving on from my Sun Devils that just disappoint me. Going into Stanford. Uh, Mike, why don't you uh, get us through uh, Stanford here? Who we look? Yeah, at? the news we have to look at: Spencer Jones is questionable again. Um, lower leg injury. That doesn't sound great. <laughs> so, I don't, I don't know what we do with him. If he's injury. in, like you, you, yeah, you want to play him because he's sixty three hundred. Spencer Jones, he's a guy that can get forty fantasy points, high rates. But if he's out, a bump to everybody else on the side, especially with the you know a team at home that's implied for seventy four points. Um, Arizona State's good defensively. Now we make fun of them for their offense, but they're top fifty defense. And the times that we uh, we've played, yeah, the times that we played these guys against Arizona State, like they just muck the game up, um, make it real ugly. Look at Northwestern. Um, you know, look at uh, <laughs> you know some of these other some of these other guys that they played, and it's just been like grind out sessions. So I'm gonna be real careful here. Brandon Angel, large field option only. Um, Probably you don't need to go here. He's just kind of interesting. Jared Bynum. Uh, I don't know what's going on recently with this guy. He should be able to put up 30 fantasy points on this team. Um, I For the big jam, I'll have a share or two of him because I know his upside. Like We've seen it multiple times over the years, even this year. So... I have a slight interest in tournaments for Bynum. Andre Stoyakovich, yes, that's Stoyakovich. Um, you know, kind of starting now with Spencer Jones, uh, you know, with whatever he's got going on. He's 5K, but really, like, I don't feel like any of these guys are are that playable, man. Like, I just – I'm not excited about this game. It's in the, you know, the hammer game, which is it's so annoying because I always get run down by somebody that goes 3.2X, which is going to happen tonight. But, like, it's just – I don't know. It's just kind of meh for me. Like, I – Kind of with Eric, like it's Adam Miller. Um, maybe that's it for me on this slate, man. Eric, like, is there anybody else? Are you interested in Renaud? Like, I don't know. I just I don't get excited about his upside. 
Yeah, I'm I'm kind of interested. The the lack of upside is is really the thing that makes it hard at, you know, 7.3k, right? Like he's he's a really good big man. You you like what you see in terms of his rates, 26% usage and shot, 30%, 34% rebounding, so he's cleaning up the glass. He also he facilitates pretty well for for a big, right? 13% assist rate. You know, I I think I think he's in the tournament pool and I I think he's a he's a player that you can feel pretty good about getting you know, into the high twenties, low thirties with, but kind of like a cash, right? Like it's just, yeah. Like where's, where's the 40 in there? You know, like the, I say he's in the tournament pool because it's, it's a short slate, right? So like finding a guy that can contribute in that way is, is not nothing, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of a bummer that he hasn't, he hasn't popped that, that upside. Um, I mean, for the rest of Stanford, like who, Mike Jones, 6K flat, uh, another shot-dependent guy who's out there a ton. I, I mean, like, I I try my best not to make my living playing 6K guys that need to fill it up a ton, right? Like, that's 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 much more of like a you know four to five K play kind of consideration. So, I mean, you you can do it. I just I, I it's it's not for me. You know, Watch him hit take, six threes tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Like, take I don't know. Take twelve hundred dollars off his price tag, and I'll consider it. And right. now he's dude. He's about now to he have, make he's about to have like his his Kobe Bryant like eighty one point game tomorrow. Just everything going through. But I'll I'll be on the sidelines when that happens with with who my Jones. <laughs> who my Jones? <laughs> Perfect. That is Arizona State and Stanford, where ASU will probably get pummels. Uh, we have one more comment here. Looks like it's from Cam. Where do you guys get your usage percentage stats? That would be good old twenty one ninety nine. I actually just renewed my subscription today. Ken Bomb, Ken Bomb, Ken Bomb, Ken Bomb. It is like looking at the matrix. When you first look at it, it's terrifying. Uh, I got it about three years ago, and then when you and then it's just like I was texting Eric the other day. I was like. I'm seeing DFS in like a whole other like, dimension right now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, check it out. It's great for the price. Like all these other places, like good lord, they're charging some some prices to get some advanced stats. And it's like I want them, I want them, but I'm not willing to. I got to win a big jam every week to pay that uh, <laughs> pay that thing off. So yeah, great question, Cam. Appreciate it. Man. Great question. Uh, Mike is comparing himself to Neo as as uh, as a speaker. <laughs> like, oh, he does come through. <laughs> yeah perfect well that, those are the you know, those are the games on the slate there uh make sure you took your notes make you know if you have any other questions definitely hit us up in the comments make sure you like and subscribe so you can get more content like this as the year progresses as we march towards march madness coming up here later in the year in the upcoming year i should say stat uh, correction two more points for me let's go okay my bad <laughs> <laughs> well, Mike, since you're celebrating over there, uh, how about you give our viewers here the core four for tomorrow's slate? One of the names on here, I think you were you were kind of poo-pooing him earlier, weren't you? No, not no poo-poos, man. That's just uh, that's just your guy, dude. Like yeah, for cash games, no poo-poo for cash games. Uh, <laughs> you have to play Adam Miller. Like it's forty nine hundred. He's still too cheap. Burned everybody, but you got to go there. It's just too much usage. They need his scoring. They, they won't score 64 if he doesn't score. And they didn't score whatever their implied total was against Northwestern because he didn't score. So 
Uh, Adam Miller's in that spot. Corin Johnson, 5,220 fantasy points in four straight games. It's a big total. Get him in there for cash locks. Uh, Carlson for Utah at 7,400. Make sure you click the right Carlson. I mean, he's basically going to lock for at least 30 fantasy points, uh, especially in a tight game. Just massive rates. I mean, KJ Simpson at 8,800. Massive total in that Washington game. Just a stud point guard, man. High three-point rate. The assist, the minutes, we were just gushing all over him. So, Miller, Johnson, Carlson, and KJ Simpson, which leaves you 59.25 per player, which is really Not nice. Bad. I left you guys, I think, with 5,100 earlier. So, let me win this big jam. All right, Eric, let's go over to you for the <laughs> tournament uh, tournament core four. Yeah, we've uh, we've we've been talking all night about how value is uh, is a little thin on this slate. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go spend up in my in my core four. Uh, talked about how much I love this guy when we were breaking down the game in particular. But Jalen Tyson at at 8K flat, right? Like loves to shoot. You know this this is a, a a game where they're they're gonna need him to you know to try to overcome that uh, that deficit that they're they're facing or at least projected to. Should play major minutes. Um, Key Johnson, you know, I, I talked about his, um, you know, about how volatile he can be. You know, part of the 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 other side of that range is that he can he can definitely be a guy that can put up a ton of ton of fantasy points in in a hurry, right? So, don't mind going there. You know, uh, absorbing some of that risk on the San Diego State side. I'm going to spend all the way up to Jaden Ladee, eight point three k, right? Like. He's he's on a very short list of players that can get you fifty, and you know he he hasn't really needed to you know to to get into huge minutes over these these last few games, right? So you know should should be in a position to get close to that ceiling, and then finally I'll I'll weave in a little bit of value with <laughs> Mullins here, right? Four K flat. I mean he's he's out there a ton, right? Um, you know this is a spot where. You know, a, a couple extra threes go through, and and you're you're definitely on easy street paying off this 4K price tag. So, largely paying up with some you know some ceiling you know kind of volatile guys, and then trying to save a little bit of money with Mullins at 4K flat leaves you just over 5.6K remaining per player. Perfect. So you got your core fours to build your uh, lineups around. If you have any questions, hit us up in the comments. Again, make sure you like and subscribe our channel here. Uh, keep an eye out for us on Twitter X. What 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 is what does Jay say? Uh, Elon's hellhole is what he calls it, right? <laughs> so, uh, I, I always like hearing that. But if you have any questions, hit us up on there. Uh, but until then, if I don't personally see you, I want to wish everybody a happy new yeah. year. Be safe out there. It's a lot of crazy people. Just yeah. stay at home. Hang out with your family. Hang out with your friends at home. Don't drive. Yeah. Play some DFS. Yeah. <laughs> Please Please yes, exactly. There you go. Donate some, donate yeah. some money to your boys. <laughs> now I'm getting cocky. I gotta stop. I gotta stop. All right. <laughs> well, until then, guys, appreciate it as always. Let's go get that bread. Thanks for stopping by the office. Get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out drrodo.com. And until the next visit, be well and take care.